Well, welcome back to Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast, and welcome back again to part two of this short series that I'm putting together, looking at virtual teams during viral separation. So I'm trying to to translate some of the normal material that will be on the website and in the in the podcasts toward some of the challenges that organisations are facing right now as they try to keep their businesses running, trying to keep their people engaged while they are also trying to deal with the impact of the coronavirus on the population. So for part two, I thought I would try and talk a little bit about engagement. Now, by engagement here, what I'm really meaning is how do personnel within an organisation keep engagement within their teams and within their organization and similarly how does the organization maintain engagement with those personnel when all of a sudden they go from being co-located in one building or maybe in a couple of buildings to being essentially every single person working from a different location so suddenly you've gone from this ability to see and sense and feel everything that's happening in your organization day by day minute by minute to really trying to to intuit a lot of this from correspondence, from calls, from reading between the lines in all of that correspondence. So in terms of a way of addressing this, I thought I would take sort of an inward-outward look at things. So from an inward engagement, really looking at the, at the employees and the personnel within the organisation at all different levels. And then secondly, looking at it from an outward engagement from the organization, engaging out to the people who work within it. And by the organization, obviously, I'm meaning the, the leadership of the organization. But but many people would see an organization as an entity in and of itself. So from an inward engagement sense, there's really, as far as I could see, there are really three main directions and three main challenges that most people would be having. They would be, how do you maintain your connection to your work? How do you maintain your connection to your colleagues? And then if you're leading a team within that organization, how do you maintain that connection to your staff? So if you're trying to maintain your connection to your work, for a lot of people, work, even in a knowledge-based society, their work tends to be very cyclical. It tends to be, you do the same type of work multiple times. You might be doing drawings, you might be writing documents, you might be producing website content, whatever it's going to be. You do it in a very quick cycle. It might be a few hours, it might be a day, it might be a couple of days, it might even be a few minutes per cycle. Now, often you reach points within that cycle where you're looking for input, where you're looking to test what your thoughts, what your ideas are, where you're looking for verification on the design of whatever it is you may be doing or the direction that you're going in in terms of what you're writing. In a normal office-based environment, you'd print out what you're doing, you'd get, you'd sit down over a screen, whatever it would be, with colleagues, with your boss, with whomever, and you'd test these ideas out. Obviously, if you're sitting in a home office or in a spare bedroom or in your kitchen or whatever doing your daily job, and everyone else is in that same situation, to do that then suddenly becomes much, much, much harder. So you need to find ways where you can have those short-term interactions. That could be 
just having a Slack channel or an email or a text message discussion or whatever with it, with your colleagues to sort of say, okay, I've got this idea or this is where I'm at with this or I'm a little bit stuck or what do you think about this, that or the other. And do that as though you would be sitting next to one another, except obviously you're not. You could also do it, of course, over the telephone. You could do it by video conference. You could do it really. Choose a tool and choose a mechanism and a method that works for you and for whoever it is that you're speaking to and do it as frequently as you need. Now, to be able to do it, of course, and this is something I'll talk about a little bit further through here when I get to connections outward from the staff side of things, you need to know what your colleagues are doing. So you need to you need to have... You need to establish sort of working time and non-working time expectations or availability expectations or send a message and then ask the other person to get back to you as soon as they can. You need to make sure that you've got some sort of a dialogue running through there. Now, that's that's very much from the work side of things. But of course, the work side feeds so closely into maintaining those personal connections with the other humans that you work with. And for this this can be this can be as much of a challenge we are we're very much as humans regardless of where you sit on the introvert extrovert scale we are very very much social animals we crave a certain amount of interaction even if it's just being able to see other people sometimes it makes such a difference from your from your ability to to actually continue with what the work is that you're doing or what the what the task is that you're doing or just to know that there are other people around now for many, many people, that part of that social interaction has been built up over years, decades of attendance at an office, going into an office environment, sitting, talking to your colleagues, chatting over, over a tea, over a coffee, over lunch, over morning tea or whatever. Or even just seeing that there are other people around you. I mean, this is one of the big challenges in big virtual teams it's even more of a challenge once you get down to those individuals working one by one by one scattered around. So you need to look for ways. I recommend you need to look for ways where you can maintain some sort of a pattern in your working life. And that could be as simple as having having a calendared thing that at 9.30 a.m. every morning, all the people who are available, wherever they may be sitting, pop onto a Skype call or a Zoom call or whatever. They all sit there with a cup of coffee and they have a bit of a chit-chat between them. You have a bit of an opportunity just to make sure that you can you can have a bit of a check-in with your colleagues. You can make sure everyone's looking okay, that if anybody has any challenges or any issues, you can share all those sorts of things. But fundamentally, what you're doing is you're just maintaining a degree of human contact you're seeing other humans, you're seeing other people outside of those that you may be isolated from in your in your home environment. And for some people, that isolation, of course, may be that they are entirely alone. Their, their degree of social isolation, if they live alone, could well be they go suddenly to finding themselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a couple of weeks at home, with the exceptions of when they go out for grocery shopping or any other essential activities like that. That can become very stressful for a lot of people. So maintaining those connections to your colleagues is, is a critical thing to think about. So try and find patterns, try and find tools, try and find mechanisms that you can use to do these things. Then the third leg of the 
uh, inward out sorry outward in engagement is just how do you maintain connection with your staff now this doesn't really matter whether you're a relatively junior leader with a small staff or whether you're a senior leader leading a large team or a large organization you still need you still have an obligation as the employer and you still have an, an, an obligation as a human being to maintain connections with the people that work for you and look for you for guidance so the recommendations i would put here are that you that you develop frequency of communication so maybe every morning first thing you do send out a quick email burst to everybody that's in your little group making sure everybody knows that you're up and that you're around and what's going on give them a little update on what's happened in the last 24 hours give them any updates on anything you may have heard within the organization that may be of value to them and just let them know that you're there thereafter as time goes on Make sure that you keep in contact with as many of your people on as frequent a basis as is sensible going forwards because not all of the people who report to you may feel comfortable in sending you messages. Some of them may be, may be more passive. They may wait for you to reach out to them. So reach out to them. Send them something. You know, it just doesn't have to be a great long thing. It doesn't have to be a demanding sense of a message. It could be something like just, you know, just thought I'd check in. How are you going? Any problems with the work? Any problems with this or that or the other? Um, how's your family going? Anything like that. Just to keep and maintain that, that conversation and that dialogue running. And of course, if they're working, well, they will be working from home. Make sure that you stay close to them for the tasks that they're undertaking. But equally, again, don't try or try not to feel Try not to send the message to them that you're micromanaging and that you're expecting particular things from them all of the time. Make sure that whenever you're communicating with them that they can sense and they can feel from the communications that you're sending that that you're open to them reaching out back to you and that if they have personal challenges going on that they have ways that they can reach out and manage their time through you rather than expecting that, that you're going to be having some incredibly demanding uh, things running over them. Now, part of this, again, of course, may be that some of your colleagues, some of your personnel, they may be at home with a spouse or a partner who may be in the same situation as them. And for both of them, that may be a completely new situation. They could be managing children. They may have children who've been sent home from school or who they've chosen to keep out from school. And they may be worrying about family, elderly parents or or brothers or sisters or extended family. They may be worrying about those as well. And they may have to undertake some tasks to take care of these people. So we need all of us to be considerate when we're managing these things to make sure to make sure that we're not putting demands beyond the normal on organisational personnel when they are also dealing with some of the social crises that may go on. Now, that's the inward looking engagement. And admittedly, the last one of those is sort of an inward outward anyway. But then when you move on to outward engagement, so what should the company as an entity do to maintain engagement of its personnel? Outward engagement, this is this would normally happen. You'd normally get briefings. You'd normally see your boss walking around the office and you'd stop the boss and ask them, you know, how things are going or you'd get a sense of how things are going from 
from body language, from bits that you overhear, from little bits that someone else would share with you in terms of what's going on. When you're in this situation of social isolation, and both words in there are very important, social isolation, you are isolated socially from your organisation as much as you are from other people who may or may not be carrying the uh, the viruses that are travelling around at the moment. That social isolation can mean that you have no sense at all of what's happening with your business. And you turn the TV on, you check social media, and you see all this news about businesses having financial problems, about businesses who are restructuring because they've got problems going with the stock market, because they've got things going with cash flow, because they may not get stock coming through and so forth. That will become a, an additional stressor to your personnel. So your outward engagement from the business's perspective really needs to be one of regular sharing of status and sharing of news and sharing of things that are going on just so that the people that work in your business know that you care about them and they know that you care about them being aware of what's happening. Now there's all sorts of different mechanisms you can do this by and it really depends on the business that you have, the tools at your disposal and the structure that you've got. If you're a small business, it could be everybody on a on a video chat with the boss sharing what's going on to everybody else. If you're a larger business, you may have the luxury of an intranet or several intranet even. And in those situations, you may be able to have a video broadcast where the CEO or head of division or a head of country or whatever will stand up or sit down in front of a camera now, this in a social isolation sense may be that they record it in their home office as well. And then that video is made available for everybody in the organization to to view as and when they're able. Um, you could do newsletters. You could do all sorts of different things like that. But they need to be frequent. And I would actually suggest they also need to be less formal than than you would normally do. I mean, normally, typically, big organisations will do a quarterly briefing to sort of coincide with their financial obligations, to coincide with board meetings and so forth. You need to be much, much, much more frequent and much more uh, low level, really, rather than high level in terms of what you're sharing with people. It doesn't have to be how's the business performing from a financial perspective. It can just be what's going on in terms of what the business's thoughts are around managing this isolation, managing the the new structure that it's working into, things that it's tested, people who are little sharing little bits of news, people who've got anniversaries of employment on whatever it takes, just make sure that you're sharing and you're sharing little bits and pieces here and there. It could also be worth opening up a chat la- a chat line for personnel. So some people may need to reach out for a bit of mental health support. Some people may need to reach out for all sorts of different things within the organisation. And for some people, it may just be getting a question answered that normally they would go to someone in the business to ask. They may not know who to go to in a new environment. So it may be a case of just opening up a chat chat line or FAQs or anything like that to allow your personnel to engage and stay engaged bi-directionally as the as the as your organization and as your staff work through this current situation so hopefully these ideas have been of help um, i'll continue moving on with these uh, with these articles and podcasts over the coming 
over the coming couple of weeks. I really truly hope that they don't have to run for too much longer. But um, but I think watching what's going on around the world, it's going to be a couple more weeks before before we start to really get a sense of where the where the direction is going to be for all of this. So look, I will continue to try and do a couple of these every week. Um, and uh, look, if you've got any ideas, any suggestions or anything else, then please do get back to me through the website, which is the ideal way to do it. And the website address is www.ulfire.com.au. Leave comments on Apple Podcasts if uh, if that's your platform of choice. Um, and uh, yes, I look forward to hopefully sharing a few more of these going into the future. Thanks. Bye-bye.